Thank you, Matt. It is another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you once again for being along with us on the journey. We are launching a brand new podcast. It is launching at the recording of this podcast. It'll be launching in a week. All right. So middle of January, we are excited for Podcast Solutions Made Simple. I think you'll enjoy that. We'll be posting the links to that podcast from this podcast as well and vice versa. So I think you'll enjoy it because if you're looking to expand into the podcasting space, it'll be a great guide for you as you do that as we continue to talk about speaking and communication on this podcast. So Podcast Solutions Made Simple. You can subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcast. There's already an episode there if you want to check it out, which gives a little bit of a teaser of what that show is all about. So what we're doing is we're starting off a five-part series this week, and we're going to be talking about, this is all about storytelling, by the way. Okay. And I just got back from a trip to Cuba. (laughs) That's actually the title of the five-part series, all about storytelling. And what we're going to be doing is, and what we're going to be doing is covering five separate areas based on the theme of, I just got back from a trip to Cuba. When it comes to storytelling, there are ways that you can really enhance your story by making sure you focus on certain areas, be they people, be they history, geography, food, or something different or new experiences that have come into your life. Things that have happened while you have been on a vacation or while you have been traveling around seeing new things, because this is what people really want to hear when you are telling a story. They don't want generalizations, they want detail. So that's what this whole series is going to be about based on my trip to Cuba. So I'll be sharing some of those stories. And I really wanted to do this because it's got nothing to do about the fact that I just came back from Cuba and I've learned a whole bunch of things. That's only part of it. When we can share experiences or things that have happened in our lives and weave those through story into our talks, our speeches, our podcast episodes, whatever it is, it's really going to have a lasting effect and a more riveting impact for our audience. So that's the focus of this. It's really how can we incorporate such things as people, history, geography, food, or just different experiences into our talks through story? That's what this is about. So for part one, we're going to be talking about people. And these are some observations I wanted to share about the people in Cuba. Now, people in Cuba are extremely friendly, number one. So if I was telling a story about people who I met in Cuba, I would talk about their friendly nature. I would talk about their demeanor. I would talk about how appreciative they are of people who come to visit tourists, because I mean, let's face it, Cuba is not exactly the wealthiest country on the planet. It's a very poor country, actually. So they rely on tourists and people for their livelihood. Tourism is huge in in Cuba. So when sharing those experiences about the people, I want to talk about how friendly they are. I want to share those examples about how I feel safer, for example, in Cuba than my own country in certain parts of the country that I can actually walk the streets of Verodero and feel safer than I would say in downtown Toronto or even downtown Ottawa. And that's what you want to be able to draw comparisons of when you're talking about the people. You want to talk about their demeanor. You want to talk about how friendly they are. So I'll give an example here right now, and I'll give you the example of Alejandro. Now, Alejandro is a gentleman who who we met 
This is after being in transit, right? So we left Toronto somewhere around four. We actually, we arrived at the, at the Toronto airport about 10 to four in the morning. By the time we left Toronto, it was about 10 to seven. So about three hours in the airport, we're on a plane for three hours. We're then going through customs in Veradero. It was a very lengthy process. We could not wait to get to the resort. So what do we want to do as soon as we get to the resort? It's shortly after lunch. We want to go to our room, get unpacked, and then hit the beach, grab a beverage, anything to just relax, right? Here's the thing. As soon as we get to the resort, we go and check in. Our room is not ready. Okay, fine. We're totally okay with that. We're wandering around trying to figure out what we're going to do. We finally go to the bathroom. We get changed into something that's a little bit more suited to the climate. It's winter in Canada when we were in Cuba, so we're dressed in more winter-type clothing, so we want to get into bathing suits and t-shirts very, very quickly. We do that, and now what do we do with our luggage? So we go back to the check-in counter to say, hey, what do we do with our luggage? Where, where do we put it? Where can we store it until our room is ready? Well, lo and behold, we're going through this process. And again, there's a bit of a language barrier, but still they're very friendly. They actually thought we were checking in for the first time, even though we had our wristbands and all of that all ready to go. She was confused. She thought she was checking us in for the first time. And we said, actually, we have our wristbands ready to go. We just wanted to know what to do with our luggage until our room is ready. And lo and behold, guess what? Our room is is ready. So we're excited. We can go in and get properly, you know, set our luggage aside properly and get, you know, make sure all of our winter coats and stuff are put away. We're not dragging them around with us. And now comes the task of finding our room. There are 900 rooms in this resort. (laughs) We don't know where the elevators are. So we start to wander around and don't we wander, of course, in the opposite direction to where we want to go. Of course, we didn't know that. But Alejandro, who has a luggage cart just passing by, clearly we looked lost. What does Alejandro do? He says, hey, hey, how are you? Can I help you? In a very Spanish accent. And I said, well, here's the room we're looking for. And he said, oh, that's the opposite side of the hotel. And without missing a beat, Alejandro says, I'll take you there. It'll take you too long to get there by yourself and figure out where it is. So keep in mind, we have our luggage. He has an empty luggage cart. He says, put your luggage on the cart. Not just our luggage, but our carry-on, our shoulder bags, everything. He said, I'll put it all on the cart. I'll, 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 I'll show you where your room is. You'll be all set to go. So we were so blessed and it was the perfect time to run into Alejandro and have him lead us to our room where we could then unload all of our baggage. Now, here's the thing. It's a huge tipping culture in Cuba. And of course, Alejandro just saved us, I don't know how many minutes, maybe 20, 30 minutes of trying to find our room. So we were very, very happy to give him a tip. And we did so appropriately. Here's a pro tip for you, though, as you weave your stories like the one I just shared with you. And again, I could go into greater detail. I could share about the the plane ride experience a little bit more detail too. But here's a pro tip. Number one, always remember a name. And if you can't remember a name, make one up. So if I didn't know Alejandro's name, I could say, okay, what, what's a good name? I could say Jose. I could say, I, as long as I know the experience and I can recite a name, especially if I'm bringing that character in to the story. Pro tip number two, cite a real situation. That situation I just shared with you about the luggage cart and the plane. 
and being, you know, from the time we landed, uh, sorry, from the time we left the airport in Toronto to the time we got to our room, it was about nine hours. That was a real situation. That really happened. And then give the why. Why is this story important? How about if we were talking about people and the friendliness of them and how a smile or or care and compassion can go a long way, I could weave the story of Aleandro in and how that really impacted us the very first day, within the first hour, hour and a half of being at the resort, how that impacted our entire visit to Cuba. So people, incorporate people into your stories. Just like I shared as I share my as I share my story of I just got back from a trip to Cuba. And by the way, part two will be talking about history. And there's a lot of rich history and how you share that history and examples of history. I'll share that in our next episode. All right. If you ever have a question, don't hesitate to reach out. It's askcarl at carlspeaks.ca. You can follow me on Instagram at carlrichard72. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook at carlrichard72 for Twitter. And Carl Richards, I have podcast launch made simple as a Facebook group or just simply Carl Richards on Facebook. You can follow me there too. And on LinkedIn as well. And as we always say at the end of every episode, remember, get out there and own the platform.